Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen, 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 amen. Well, if, while you remain standing, I want to read one verse of Scripture in your hearing in the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Amen. And I want to preach on the subject, His marvelous light. His marvelous light. Would you clap your hands one more time and you may be seated. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, His marvelous light. Amen. You know, growing up when I was a kid, uh, 12 or 13 years old, uh, amen, uh, we lived in a little house over here in the city of Orange, uh, and um, I had a recurring nightmare that, w- w- that went on for almost a year. I can't say that I had the nightmare every night of the week, but I had it uh, a few times a week for almost a year. Amen. And, uh, and when this nightmare was the same nightmare every time. Amen. And it was, of course, dark and nighttime when this nightmare took place as far as in the nightmare itself. Uh, and, and there was some kind of creature uh, that looked like some scary, you know, four or five foot. Well, at, and at that time, that was big for me, a big old monster frog looking thing. Amen. That was running on two feet. Uh, and it was pretty fast, uh, and it was chasing me all through the house, uh, and it didn't matter where I was going, and then I ran out the front door in my nightmare, and I was running down the street, and I'd look back, and, and I thought I was pretty fast as 12 or 13. I was hoofing it. I was going, they would have gave me a speeding ticket, amen, since I was going so fast, but I'd look back, and this green thing was catching up on me. It was gaining, and it was gaining, and I looked back, and it was, and my heart to, was so fearful, and then finally, right about when the thing was almost going to get me, I woke up every time. So it never got me, but it's, you know, that's not the point. It's chasing me a few times a week for a whole year. But what I did, amen, to comfort myself, I got up, amen, and I said, oh no, I'm not going back to sleep in this dark area and this dark room and this dark house. I turned my light on. I didn't care if my brother was sleeping in the room. It wasn't going to like that. I turned the hall light on. I turned the bathroom light on. Amen. Sometimes I'd beat on my parents' door. Everybody's getting up tonight. Amen. I turned the lights on everywhere in the house. Amen. Because that was a comfort to me. Amen. And uh, it didn't matter, but something about the light, it, it encouraged me and it helped me feel safe. It helped me feel more protected when there was light on. And I did that so many times. Amen. Uh, until that thing stopped coming. Thank God. Amen. But you know, light is comforting. Uh, light is illuminating. Light is cleansing and light is revealing. Praise God. It's so much, you can see much more in the light. And it's much more comfortable to navigate and to uh, travel in the light. And, you know, natural light 
is life-giving. I'm talking about the light from the sun. We know it gives us vitamin D. We know that, you know, just uh, if you, if you uh, study your history, uh, and they found in, in, in England, uh, there was uh, a nurse uh, that was taking babies out in the sun, uh, and uh, uh, they found uh, by accident that uh, these babies that had a lot of them had jaundice. Uh, she took them out in the sun just to get thought. She thought they were getting fresh air, but she didn't realize that the ultraviolet lights uh, of the sun was killing the jaundice and taking and healing the kids, uh, helping them to feel better. Amen. And so there's something about uh, the UV rays of the sun. There's something about the vitamin D of the sun and then just the warmth of the sun on your face. Uh, amen. And just the, the natural uh, feeling of being out in the sun just feel, feels like it's just giving you life in your, uh, in your self, amen, and making you feel better. You know, you know, when you look at different places in the world, some places have a lot more daylight every day than other places, amen. If you live on the equator, which is exactly the, the middle of the earth, amen, you live on the equator, you have every day of the year, you have exactly 12 hours of light and 12 hours of darkness, and it doesn't change. Amen. And uh, that uh, the people that live around there, they have much more. They, they, they feel better about things because uh, they have more light. Uh, but the closer you get to the North Pole, amen, the hours of daylight in the winter months get shorter. Like in Southern California, for instance, uh, in 2022, it changes a little bit every year. In 2022, uh, uh, the the longest day of the year is going to be Jan June 21st, and it's going to be 14 hours of sunlight on June 21st. But the shortest day of the year is going to be December 21st, and it's only going to be nine hours and 49 minutes of sunlight. Amen. And uh, you know that's not too big of a shift for us, and so you know we're good. Amen. But let's go further north. Let's go to uh, you know the biggest state of the of our country, which is Alaska. It's way up there. Amen. And there's a town in Alaska called Fairbanks. Amen. Alaska, and uh, they are three thousand three hundred. 152 miles from the North Pole, and they, in January and in December, they only have four hours of sunlight a day and 20 hours of darkness. And, and there are, uh, there are many studies have been done where people that don't have a lot of sunlight for long periods of time, amen, and there's a connection between natural sunlight and good mental health, and when people are deprived of their natural sunlight for too long, they tend to be more depressed, which can lead to even worse things. There's something about the natural light that's mentally, emotionally, and physically healing. They say that sunlight is actually a stress reliever and an antidepressant, amen. And that's why I'm excited when my Bible said, well, and this, I wish, because I wasn't saved, and my family wasn't going to church back then when I was running from the green monster. Amen. But I wish somebody would have told me this scripture in Psalms 30, verse 5, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And if the morning doesn't come soon enough, I turn all the lights on in the house, and I make it morning inside the house. 
but joy comes in the morning. There's something about the dawn of a new day. Amen. It's the first day of the rest of your life. Amen. The sun comes up. It brings relief. It brings hope. It brings expectation. Amen. For better things to come for us. Amen. I thank God for the morning. Amen. And there's no morning like Sunday morning because I get to see your smiling faces and I get to come to the house of God again and worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. You know, the Bible said in Genesis chapter 1 that God created the sun and the moon on the fourth day of creation. But He did something much more powerful on the first day of creation. Genesis 1.3 said, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Amen. And he called the light day and the darkness he called night. And King James, day and night are capitalized because natural light was taken care of on the fourth day of creation. But spiritual light and spiritual darkness was taken, amen, care of on the first day of creation. God said, I'm going to create, I'm going to speak light, and I'm going to divide light from darkness, and I'm going to show my will and my way and, and the devil's way. Praise God, because by that time, the devil had fallen, and there was a, a whole contrary situation going on before Adam and Eve were even created. Spiritual darkness, amen has more power over people than even natural darkness. You can't just flip lights on and get away from spiritual darkness. You need a different kind of light. Amen. The sunlight won't even help you with spiritual darkness. Amen. You need a more powerful light. You need the light of the S-O-N, the Son of God. Amen. You need His marvelous light. Praise God. And this, in the, the powers of spiritual darkness are trying to lift their ugly head right now. They're trying to come on strong like never before. Amen. But I'm telling you, we got a light that's more powerful than any spiritual darkness. Praise God. Well, thank you, Jesus. Amen. The Bible said in Ephesians 6, 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Amen. And that's why Jesus came, folks. Jesus came to give us his light. Jesus came. He was the light. He said, I am the light of the world. And then he told his people, his church, he said, you are going to be the light of the world. I'm going to shine through you and you are going to reach this world. Praise God. But we are fighting not against just any kind of flesh and blood and natural darkness. We're fighting against spiritual principalities and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places and we need the brightest light available and that's his marvelous light that comes from the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So Jesus came Amen. Uh, to shine the light on the darkness. Uh, he came to destroy the works of the devil. He came, uh, amen, uh, so that he could reach people that were in the spiritual darkness uh, and shine the light and show them a way to come out of there. Uh, show them the way that leads to endless day. Show them a way of a better life uh, so that they didn't have to stay in that darkness. Amen. 
John chapter 1 verse 4. Amen. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Amen. John 3.19. And this is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light. Lest his deeds should be reproved. So yes, not everybody living in the darkness was appreciating the light that came because it put the spotlight it put them on the spot it showed everybody what was going on and people want to be hidden in the darkness and not everybody wanted to leave the darkness and walk in God's light but I thank God that untold millions and billions amen over the period of thousands of years decided to come out of darkness into his marvelous light and I'm looking at a bunch of those people right now and we're still glad we did it. We're still glad we did it. We're still happy we did it. We don't have buyer's remorse. We don't have any regrets. We'll do it again. Amen. Thank God. This is the greatest life there is. Living in the light of the Lord. Woo! Praise God. Amen. Our text passage said the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Amen. And when you read that, of course, Old Testament, you're thinking, well, this is about the Jews because the Old Testament was about the Jews. But this passage is about another group of people that weren't Jewish. Amen. There was a people that they, they didn't have any benefit of the prophets of God. They didn't have benefit of the house of God. They didn't have the benefit of, the, of, of Jehovah's hand upon them. They were the Gentile nations. But God said, hey, the people that were walking in darkness, the people amen that had no right or inheritance in this thing amen the light was still going to shine on them also for God so loved the world he's not willing that any should perish amen he would have all men to be saved amen everybody gets to be a part of this if they want it and we read that Jesus fulfilled this prophecy Amen, that we just read in Isaiah. He fulfilled it in Matthew chapter 4. The Bible said in verse 13, And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region of the shadow of death, light is dawned. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. So he said, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. You see, there was a portion of, the, of Galilee, amen, that was inhabited by mostly Gentile people. That were not, that Gentile means non-Jewish people, amen. And so when Jesus went over there, praise God, yeah, he said, I was sent to the lost uh, of the sheep of the house of Israel. He, and he went to the Jews first, amen, and, and all that. But he also uh, showed that he wasn't going to stop at the Jews. He was going to go all the way to all people. Amen. And the 
and the Galilee of the Gentiles got the light shined on them when Jesus walked in. He's the light of the world. Amen. So because Jesus came to his own first and he showed them the wonderful light, but because they rejected him, he turned to the non-Jewish people, the Gentiles. John chapter 1 verse 11, he came unto his own and his own received him not, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them who believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of man, of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. Amen. And that's who we are today, folks. We weren't born into this thing naturally. We were born in this spiritually. We are children of Abraham by faith. Praise God, because we hold to the promises of God. So once we come out of spiritual darkness uh, into his life-giving, sin-cleansing, healing light, we need to continue in that light. We need to come out of that darkness, amen. And even though it's around us as we live, amen, we don't want to live in that darkness. We don't want to partake of that darkness. We don't want to be a part of that darkness. We want to be a part of God's program, reaching the light to into that darkness and pulling out people, pulling out friends, pulling out loved ones, pulling out your neighbors and co-workers and whoever else wants to come into his marvelous light. First Peter 2, 9, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. The word peculiar means a special people that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. That's us today, folks. Amen. We're done with the darkness. Amen. We want only the light. Praise God. Isaiah 2, 5. Come and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Praise God. Every day we get up, we need to say, Lord, I want to guide me in your light. I want you to guide me in your light. Help me to walk in the light. I don't want to go back to the darkness. The darkness had nothing good for me. The darkness almost took me out. The darkness messed me up. The darkness is messing a lot of people up. God, I need the light. My loved ones need the light. Oh, God, help us. Amen. Our motto for years at this church has, has, was piercing the darkness with the love of God. And the love of God is bright and shining light. Amen. We pierce through the darkness. We are like the arrows and the spearheads of God's love breaking through the darkness and help getting to people that need the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now are you light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Amen. Today and this year, this day, amen, at this time, in, in this in, in history amen it's incumbent upon all of us as children of God to walk with our heads held high for the Lord walk in the light amen and show the glory of God to this world and show the salvation of God to this world walk in the light amen Jesus is the answer we have the answer Jesus is the answer 
You say, I haven't asked the question yet. You don't have to ask the question. You just ask any question you want. The answer is Jesus is the answer. Yes, yes. Jesus is the answer. Yes, Jesus is the answer. Amen. If he's the Alpha and the Omega, if he's the beginning and the ending, if he's the first and the last, if he's he which is and which was and which is to come, if he's the author and the finisher of our faith, that means he is A to Z. He is everything in between. He is the answer. The answer. The answer. Woo! Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5, you are the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the night nor of the darkness. Praise God. Amen. John told us in 1 John 1, 5, this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we are lying. We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Let's walk in the light, folks, one with another. Let's hold on. Let's lock arms. Amen. And walk in the light as he is in the light. We're going to walk in that light all the way to heaven. God has given us his light to pass on to others. We are the candles of the Lord. Remember what Jesus said? He said, amen, nobody puts a candle uh, on a candlestick and then hides it under a bushel, amen, or puts it somewhere down low on the floor. They put it on a candlestick up on a table or up on a shelf so that everybody can see the light. Amen. Isn't it amazing? You can have a pitch black room. Amen. And you light one candle and it's enough that you can see in the whole room. That's what I'm telling you. Amen. One light. Well, each one of us is one light. And when we come together, amen, those, those, those individual lights are magnified. Amen. Together as one big light. Praise God. So we are candles for the Lord. We are to be shining cities on hilltops, beaming for all to see. Amen. We are, hallelujah, a city, amen, that's set on a hill, cannot be hid. At nighttime, you'll see the light. And people need to see the light. People need to see the light. Amen. We, and we shine as candles in cities on hills. We're shining the light of love. We're shining the light of God's deliverance, God's hope, God's healing, God's forgiveness, God's mercy, God's grace, and you name it. We're shining it all to people. Amen. And that's why Jesus said, amen. He said, I'm the light of the world, but you guys have my light. And he said, Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Would you stand with me this morning? Thank God. Thank God for His light. You see, our light must come from His light. We don't have our own light. Yeah, we have our own personality. We have our own talents and we have our own whatever amen but God has given us light from him spirit 
And so it is His light that we need to shine through to others. Amen. His light comes from His Spirit living inside of us. It's the candle of the Lord in our hearts. It's a river of living water in our souls. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we need that light of God's Spirit in our hearts. Oh, hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, Amen. He, he that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This He spoke of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. Amen. We need to receive it. Even Apostle Paul came up to some believers in God and said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Have you received it since you believed? Amen. I thank God for every believer in God, every believer in Jesus who's God who manifested flesh and came and died for us. But we need to receive the Spirit. We need to receive. It's an experience. It's a powerful experience. Amen. Even beyond the initial belief in God, we need to receive the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That's why Jesus said we must be born again of water and spirit. Amen. And, and uh, Jesus, uh, when he was beat, when he was ascending up to heaven in Acts chapter 1, he said, uh, Amen. Go and, and uh, wait uh, and be endued with power from on high. You got to tear, you got to wait. Amen. And that's why we got to have the Holy Ghost. And then on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, verse 1, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Amen. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Well, praise God. Amen. And then that was an exciting time. That was 9 o'clock in the morning. And people said, man, these guys are partying early. Well, they're not partying like you think. They're not drunk like you suppose. They got, they filled with the Spirit. Amen. And so they came out of that upper room, all 120 of them, filled with God's power. And Peter stood up with the 11 apostles, and he preached the first sermon. Amen. And when he got done with that sermon, amen, there was a bunch of people in the crowd that felt convicted. They felt like they needed to get out of the darkness. They needed to get the light of the Lord, what he just talked about. And they said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Woo! Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I see the light in this place. I see the light. I feel the presence of God. I see the light. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Let's, let's reach out to God right now. 
What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.